0: Welcome
1: to Fright Night. <laughs> oh. For
0: real. Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Len, and welcome back on this Thursday, Andy Nelson from the Marvel Movie Minute and the Next Real Film Podcast. This is Minute Fifty Nine of Fright Night. It begins with Amy getting mad, and ends with Amy having a moment of realization. Uh, so yeah, oh. uh, as we as we said, uh, Amy gets mad. What do you what do you think of uh, Amy Peterson, Andy?
2: Oh, you know, she was such a, a perfect woman to fall in love with as a young as a young boy watching this movie. I just exactly like, just you know, cute and and perfect in every way. I totally loved her, and uh, I think she's a great character in this film. I, I I just think yeah, she's so much fun. And what's funny is like I know that Amanda Bierce would go on to do like Married with Children, which is yeah. I think probably where a lot of people know her from. But it's like. My brain never like it's almost like it compartmentalized Amy with everything else that Amanda Bierce did because like this was just such an iconic character for me as a kid. I just I just loved her.
0: Oh, those doe eyes.
2: Uh, <laughs> mm, mm, yes, it, that perfect '80s do yes. and that popped collar.
0: <laughs> and uh, uh, this is uh, I, I. She's so cute in this moment here where. Um, Well, okay. so it starts off with uh, she's thinking, okay, she's they just heard the scream. They've stopped. And you're watching her and it's it's like she's thinking, oh, it's just it's just evil messing around again. Um, But she also is looking a little scared. Do you think do you think she actually believes that evil is messing with them or uh, is getting kind of freaked out and needs and needs to get moving with Charlie needs to get Charlie moving?
2: You know, it's, uh, okay, so going back to something that I brought up the other day, so at this point, well, uh, up until, like, they split up, neither she nor Ed really bought into this whole vampire thing. Right. As they left the house, you know, uh, you know, Peter Vincent did his thing, you know, he's not a vampire. Now, then, of course, Peter fled, and nobody, you know, he didn't say any reason as to what, what spooked him so much, but he just took off, so they're all just, like, casually leaving, and... Uh, so theoretically, she has no fear of vampires yet. So it's it's kind of an interesting turn for her because obviously, you know, Ed has a, a realization as soon as he see Jerry, sees yeah. Jerry kind of turn that corner in the alley. Like, why is this guy stalking me in dark alley now? Yeah. And and so yeah, she doesn't really have any reason. So yeah, she has a little bit bit of look on her face. But I feel like I don't know the way that I read that is this. I mean, because because you know, the look on William Ragsdale's face as he kind of turns and looks back, like, he is 100% convinced. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. she really has to kind of, you know, clear his mind and kind of dra- grab him and drag him, and and it still doesn't really work. Like, he is still convinced. So I feel like it's more her concern for the fact that that this whole charade that they just did did not work.
0: Hmm. yeah. And it is it is like she's kind of steering Charlie along. I, I love this. They did this at the beginning when we see Charlie and Amy walking with evil uh, when we first see them hitting the city streets. But now they're doing it again. This double embrace walk, which I don't know. It's so it looks so awkward, but I think I want to try it with the uh, you have he, he you've got an arm around your girl, and your girl's got her arm up around on top of your shoulder too, and you're just kind of like one maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm the weird one that just you know the way I usually walk with an arm around a girl she just I just have my arm around her. I don't know
2: <laughs> well, and she's holding his other hand too like I yeah, I feel like it's it's her like just latching onto him to, to kind of make sure she's pulling him where. Away from all of this
0: stuff. She's staring him. Yeah, I love the line reading of "Cut
2: it out, Evil! It's
0: not funny."
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she has a great sneer on her face right before she, right before she yells it too.
1: That's very Marcy Darcy of her.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: I don't know. I'm gonna remember this the next time I get scared. Like if I'm, if like the power goes out of my house, or if I'm walking down a dark city street, I'm gonna break the tension by just screaming, "Cut it out, evil! It's not funny." <laughs> <laughs> but with that same kind of mug,
1: <laughs> it is a great line reading, though. It does it. There's, I love it. In movies when there's lines like that that they should be thrown away, but they're read so well yeah. that they they stick with you. Like the. What the hell are you doing in Ghostbusters? You know that? <laughs> yeah, the woman with the cart. There's those. Yeah, they're, I don't know. I love it. Uh,
2: yeah, it turns just a regular phrase into something that does become iconic. It's fun.
0: Uh, uh, son, you're wearing a panty on your head. Is the only one I can think of. <laughs> Maybe I'm just thinking of iconic lines.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've said that too
0: often. <laughs> <Yeah>. Next <laughs> time the power goes out, I'm going to scream, son, you got a panty on your head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, Charlie is concerned and uh, Amy is, you know, just trying to pump him up. You're not going to let evil suck you in again. And, yeah, again, it's just like on one hand it looks like Amy really feels this. And on the other hand, you know, maybe she's thinking, okay, I'm scared. This is survival. Um and I need to pretty much call my boyfriend a chicken to, to get him moving <laughs> and uh then and yeah, then suddenly there's a boom and i I feel like this is very confusing to the to the viewer like we see a light flash in front of them and ex, an explosion, and they immediately turn around and start looking behind them and and then there's this i don't know the sound of like a jet flying by, but I think this is. I think they're trying to show that this is like the sound of Jerry, like more whooshing, but more of a sharp whoosh. I don't know. You guys hear any of that stuff? But
2: yeah. it's yeah. This is, the way that it's constructed, I think, is a, is a little sloppy because. Uh, partly because Amy's looking forward, like, yeah. the whole time. The flash happens, the power goes out, she keeps staring forward. Charlie is looking back most of the time. Yeah. He only looks forward just for a brief second before he turns back. And I'm like, if, uh, you know, we're going to see, later in this minute, like, this this destroyed fuse box, right. she would have been staring right at it, at the exact moment that Jerry would have destroyed it. So it's, it, it's constructed a little strangely. I don't know if I, I, I felt like this was one of those moments where they could have of timed a few things better as far as head turns and whatnot to make it look like they, some, they hear something, they both turn back, then then the light flashes, they both turn forward, the fuse box is broken. Yeah. like I, I feel like some yeah. of it's a little funky.
0: Uh, according to one of the commentaries I've listened to, uh, William Ragsdale said they didn't know that that fuse box was going to blow in front of them. They said... They thought it was just going to be a flash, like a, like a little flash of light coming from there. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I, so so watching it, knowing that, I almost think that like um, Amanda Bears was uh, more taken off guard by that happening than Charlie, who is clearly it's just, or it's, than William, who is clearly like trying to look behind him. Um, but it is very confusing to be like, okay, what are they? What are they? What are they hearing? What are they looking at? And uh, yeah I never even thought of it as Jerry destroyed that fuse back. I just thought it just blew for some reason. I don't know there was a lot of strangeness going yeah. on
2: <laughs> well I guess it, because it looks like it's been torn open and all the wires have been like ripped apart I guess that's why I assumed it but maybe he didn't maybe it did just kind of blow well, out I, 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 I don't know, know.
0: That's what I thought it kind of exploded out but I,
2: I don't know huh. it is definitely a confusing moment to me <laughs> yeah very much so.
0: Um and yeah they uh they keep walking and uh we we see a, you know, the busted fuse box the sparks and I love how Charlie just does not keep a safe distance from this box like he nearly runs into it <laughs> as they're backing up uh and uh yeah they're focused on this whooshing noise and uh that's when they kind of lower their heads and run out of frame as it gets
2: louder and louder um, well, there's yeah, because everything darkens. It's almost like there's a shadow or something that goes over them. I, I don't know what it. Because yeah, yeah, it's I don't know if it's, it, with the whooshing. Like, is he flying around? Yeah. yeah. Huh.
0: And obviously, OK, you know, I don't think Amy's a believer now, but she's probably scared. But is it because she's hearing something because she's seeing something? Is it a, is it a, is it just the smoke whirling around and she's like, oh, my God, a, a tornado in the middle of L.A.? <laughs> you know? I, I'm not quite sure uh, what happened. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to write this one down Len, when we finally get Tom Holland on the podcast. So it's like, OK, what exactly were you doing? Or I could get the script going up here. But uh, oh, yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> and, now, not, not much time has passed either because and, and i mean we hear the scream yeah and i mean so it's it's pretty much real time so so jerry did his work very quickly
0: very quickly yeah, and, <laughs> and uh him. it's just, it, and very quickly as when it comes to you know what's coming up in the next minute i mean
2: how right is, right uh,
0: yeah um And and by the way, also in this alleyway here, uh, a bit of trivia here, uh, William Ragsdale remembers they were shooting Charlie and Amy walking to the end of the alley. um, And then when they got to the end of the alley, William Ragsdale uh, just yelled, cut. And apparently Tom Holland was pretty pissed off about this and told him off in front of the entire crew. Don't you tell Don't you yell cut. I yell cut. (laughs) Uh, You know, young punk. Uh, <laughs> that's right, <laughs> whippersnapper. I'll break that other ankle of yours, pal. <laughs> yes, that's right. right. <laughs> Did you know that Andy that he's uh, he's on a broken ankle? No, really. Yeah, through most of this yeah. movie. The movie, I think yeah. a lot of the. Oh, wow. uh, I don't know if he's doing it in the LA stuff, but it, they they had to build a, a whole um, a very shoe looking uh, cast for him when he was getting uh, he and his stunt double. I'm sure were getting thrown around his bedroom. So I'm thinking a lot of yeah. the, oh, most of those interior shots. Whether it's Interior Dandridge or Interior Brewster House, um, right. he's, he's hobbling about. <laughs> he's he's kind of running and falling out of frame into, into somebody's arms or onto a mattress. <laughs>
2: Was it broken on set? Did he break
0: it on set? Yes. No, yeah. Do, Len, did uh-huh. you want it off?
1: Sherry, sure, uh, there's a scene, uh, towards the beginning of the movie, it, it, was, apparently it was the last shot, too, it's, just, it's a, it's a nothing scene, he's just running down the stairs, he's just coming, is it when Jerry's in Yeah, when Jerry's house there. The yeah. yeah, he's coming downstairs, because his mother's called him downstairs, and, um, he just kind of hopped, skipping down, down the yeah, stairs, right. and apparently Tom Holland made him do it a few times in the very last take, just, ah, do it one more time, he, he just, one of those things, he broke his ankle, it was right before the Christmas break, too, so.
0: So, uh, Crazy, yeah,
1: yep, yeah,
0: did it right on set. You know? So yeah, anytime oh, wow. you see him in those inside scenes, uh he's, he's his ankles broken. He's wearing a cast. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, oh, that that's tough to run around on that. So yeah, oh, I can't imagine how
0: scary that must have been as a young actor, leading leading a Hollywood picture, and be like, and your
2: ankle is dying, yeah right, you know. Um, well, I, I'd like to think that that Tom Cruise used it as inspiration when he broke his ankle on uh, <laughs> uh, Mission Possible Fallout. He said, it, "William Ragsdale can suffer through, and I can do it too."
0: Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise is like, "Well, I can do. I, I can definitely do stairways, so I'm just going to start jumping between buildings." Then, <laughs> oh darn, I pushed myself too much then. <laughs>
1: Dave Grohl upped him, I think, uh, maybe a couple of years ago. He fell off the stage somewhere in Munich. I, I don't know. I think it was Germany. I'm not really sure. Mm. But he broke his whole leg and had him in his ankle and had a guy hold it and finish this whole set. It was in, like, the second song, <laughs> and he finished the whole thing sitting down. Oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. He wouldn't go to the hospital. He just said, no, they paid for it. I think he must have been in shock or drunk maybe, or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go to the hospital until after. There's was, there was a paramedic. You can see footage of the guy holding his broken ankle as he sits oh, in the uh, chair. Uh, and then he finished out the tour. He had it reset and had a cast on his leg, and he finished the whole tour sitting down. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm not a big fan of the Foo Fighters. I love the Foo Fighters' first two records. I think the rest is very much dad rock. But, uh <laughs> Uh, I, I think that's incredible yeah. that he
0: did that super cool yeah
1: wow
2: alright
0: well the next thing we do is we see them rounding a corner and uh, I will say this is East 3rd Street and South Santa Fe Ave in Los Angeles this is an actual place um, Rick's original burger. I tried so hard to find Rick's original burger online, like an old picture, like LA old LA restaurants, but uh, nobody nobody preserved Rick's original burger in time, you uh, know, except for uh, Tom Holland. I can't imagine they dressed up a whole new restaurant to in that shot. It's got that's got to be like an actual restaurant, right?
1: <laughs> well, well yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. If they're shooting on the street, yeah. probably. We also see the World Body Shop. But, uh, yeah, I got very hungry reading Rich, Rick's sign that says burgers, barbecue chicken, deli sandwiches, tacos, and burritos. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, Such an amalgam. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and uh, so they run past uh, a line of people uh, trying to get into a place called Club Radio, and uh, the people aren't budging. We get a lot of, uh, you know, come on, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Back <of> the line, <laughs> and uh, and then we see Jerry rounding the corner, and we and Tom Holland, uh, you know, or the camera operator. I wish I knew his name. Uh, zooms in on Amy's face, and this is, I think, her "Holy shit, this is real" moment, or at least "Holy shit, yeah. why
2: is that guy following us?" Yeah. Yeah, because he just looks like a creeper walking around with his trench coat like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a bit of, uh, you know, back at the danger house, there was a bit of, uh, you know, Amy was definitely drawn to him.
2: Uh, and, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. you
0: know, it might have been scary after getting out from under that spell. You know, that might have right. been something that she was like, ooh, what was that all about?
2: Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's 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 funny. Uh, well, one, I just I also have to point out the the wet streets, which you know we talked about plenty in Iron Man when we were looking at that movie. It, it's such an LA trope, or not just an LA, a filmmaking trope. You know, when you wet the streets to to give it that look, yeah. and of course it works so effectively here in this moment as they're rounding that corner. And you got kind of that that bluish neon light hitting it, and it just it gives a great kind of creepy feel to to the whole moment here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I, I did make that note. Like, the, the streets definitely look a lot wetter in this in this scene before. <laughs> but I, I wasn't sure if I was looking or it was darker or the light wasn't picking it up. But, uh, yeah.
2: Well, the alley was definitely wet. The alley was definitely uh, – yeah, they did the same thing out there, too. Oh, so
0: Ed's pants must be soaked. <laughs> I mean, you know, from the wetness in the alley or, or other, other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we, we kind of end with, uh, Amy's face like freaking and, and, uh, Charlie has to pull her cause she is now frozen in terror. Uh, yet she has to pull her to, uh, get her away. So, uh, yeah, that kind of draws our minute to a close. Did you guys have anything else for a minute 59?
2: I just have to point out the woman with the fantastic like black and white checkered uh, hat and the red and black oh, yeah. checkered <laughs> shirt that we see in line as they're trying to get in oh. just some great eighties. And we're going to see oh. some great eighties outfits in tomorrow's minute, but here I just, that's a great one right there. I'm
0: so glad, uh, you were, you had looked at that stuff because, uh, I mean, especially in the next minute I was, I was like, oh man, I should be phrasing, freezing every frame and analyzing every one of these outfits. But,
2: uh, <laughs> uh well, you'll have a lot more. You've got a lot of dancing to to discuss. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, I, I guess we'll uh, uh, put a stake in this one. Uh, Andy, do you want to let people know uh, where they can find you online?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can check out the Marvel Movie Minute and the Next Real Film Podcast over at thenextreel.com. It's real, R-E-E-L mm-hmm. like an old film reel, uh, which they don't use anymore, but hopefully people still know what that oh, is. Oh, I remember. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Marvel Movie Minute, you know, we're doing the same thing that they do here, except we're doing the films of the MCU and the Next Real is just a lot of movie talk. So uh, yeah, we're we some guys we just love talking about movies, so, so yeah, check it out.
0: Awesome. And uh As for us, uh, follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Men. Send your feedback to FrightNightMinute at gmail.com and uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Len. And I'm Andy. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Have a fright night, everyone. (laughs) Cut it out, Evo! It's not funny! (laughs) (laughs) He's a vampire. A what?! (laughs) You're so cool, Brewster.